Like, how do we stop thinking about that? And then if thinking about that, how do we stop thinking about that? And we can get into these mind circles and how do we get out of it on this episode of Inverse. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. How many times have you had that thought of something so horrible, something so evil, it pops in your mind? Is that a bad thing? And if that happens over and over, how do you stop? On this episode, we're going to be looking at the anatomy of temptation in the book of James. Here in the studio is myself, Justin Kim, Jonathan, and Siku and Kelly. I got to, so many of you guys, I'm going to get track of who's who's on, on, the, on the episode. And we're so excited because we're on our second episode on the book of James. We want to encourage you to go to inversebible.org, download the Bible study guide. We also have an app. We also have the website. We also have books. We have all these resources. We want to get you involved in this very practical but real religion book uh, on the book of James. And we've covered last week on a lot of, well, we'll have a word of prayer and then we'll read the text and we'll do a little bit of review. So, Callie, can you pray for us, please? Absolutely. Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity to study your word together. I ask that your your Holy Spirit would illuminate our minds, would guide us where you want us to guide, be guided, and I pray that we would see what you want us to see. Thank you for your love, and we offer this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thanks. Jonathan, we're in chapter 1 of James, and if you could read verses 9 through 18, please. Yep. James 1, 9 through 18. Let the lowly brother glory in his exaltation, but the rich in his humiliation, because as a flower on the field he will pass away. For no sooner has the sun risen with a burning heat than it withers the grass, its flower falls and its beautiful appearance perishes. So the rich man also will fade away in his pursuits. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Or of his own will he, he brought us forth, of his own will he brought us forth by his word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Mm, thanks, Jonathan. Thanks for reading that uh, New King James Version there. Uh, Siku, <laughs> welcome. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back. It's, it's been a while since you've been around mm -hmm. and you've had some life changes. Oh, yes. uh, Want to kind of give us an update what's been going on in your life? Another baby. Another baby. <laughs> another baby. And we're talking about uh, conception here on a different on okay. a different round. Right. Kind of, I was <laughs> trying to make that a segue. I don't know if that was... Uh, back. But <laughs> your <laughs> child is awesome. Cutie, cutie pie indeed and not uh, desire or sin or <laughs> yeah. some of these negative things here that we, we, we found that Jonathan okay. just read. Um, so Siku, what's going on here in chapter one? Um, what what uh, what are some of your favorite parts in chapter one? Just so we're going to go in easy and we're going to go, go into the text afterwards. Okay, so going in easy, I think uh, previous episode talked mm -hmm. about um, trials. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of neat that, you know, it, in James one, he's talking about trials and temptations. Mm. And sometimes we kind of, merge the two, but they're different 
experiences, Indeed, you know. Mm -hmm. And so James is talking about very practical things, things that relate to our, our everyday life. Mm -hmm. It's um, religion, it's Christianity brought down to earth mm -hmm. to your everyday experience. And so it's a very uh, hands-on um, chapter that we can relate to. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. we said last episode, we either hate it or love this, this book. Uh, Pauline letters are very systematic and very A, B, C, D, and then you just organize this beautiful masterpiece and you can just <laughs> analyze. Here, James goes from A to jumps. like Zeta and then like <laughs> Nu and then the letter five, right? <laughs> so it's like, and it's all practical, the number five, the letter. Number. Anyway, it's just kind of <laughs> random. So we did talk about in verses two through eight, uh, trials, asking for wisdom. And then in verse nine is gonna be talking about um, the rich and the poor and then they were going to go into temptation right a little bit wonked out so help Jonathan in some for to uh, speak what, what's what's going into the flow of James's mind from one section to to mm. another uh, help us parse out so let's go for the first from first eight sure. the Bible says he is a double-minded man unstable in all of his ways mm -hmm. and then verse 9 let the lowly brother glory in his exaltation and that section that you read mm -hmm. uh, how, how do we kind of that that bridge um, Callie you want to yeah. help out Jonathan <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you guys Sure. No, go ahead, Kelly. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're the master on <laughs> No. Um, I think just the overarching thing of this, of 9 through 18, is mm -hmm. just when your our perceptions lie to us. Okay. So mm -hmm. when things, it's like the, like the title of it, right? All is not as it seems. Mm -hmm. So like the lowly brother, like, oh, you think you're really low and everything. No, no, no you can glory in your exaltation. Like, wait, what? And you're, you're rich, you'll pass away like a flower. Wait, but I thought the rich were awesome. like established. I thought they were not safe. Really. Uh -huh. I'm super confused. Uh -huh. <laughs> and then talking about temptation, yeah, yeah God doesn't tempt you. That's not a thing. And they're like, wait, but I thought, yeah, every good thing comes from God. Hold on, mm -hmm. I'm so confused. <laughs> like it's just, we, it your perceptions are not always correct. Okay, and yeah. to, okay, awesome. Like to go with, the, with, with what you're saying about the perceptions from verse seven, I know it's not in the section we're talking about, but <gasps> it says, for let not, yeah, <laughs> says, for let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord for he's a double-minded man unstable in his ways. Here he's talking about asking in faith. And like you would think, you know, there's suppositions that we make about, oh, if I ask God, I'm just gonna get it. It's like, but there's a way that that's not faith. That's yeah, faith. right. That, yeah. That's presumption. Or And it's like, don't suppose that that's the case. And then it goes into another supposition that people can make. So mm -hmm. I guess it's about kind of suppositions that, that we make about the way that the world works. Assumptions, yeah. assumptions on how we view the world are mm -hmm. not always correct. Okay, this is getting pretty, again, very practical, but then very pretty philosophical. Yeah. James is also a very pastoral letter. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so you were seeing Paul talks about, you know, theology, A, B, C, D. Uh, James is addressing various issues that the early church, you know, is dealing with. We're, we're talking about, you know, uh, around the year 50 AD. This is mm -hmm. early church time. And so as they are trying to organize themselves and figuring things out, how this works, um, James is, is seeing some of these critical uh, things that have been emerging as, you know, problems in the church. And he's saying, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about these things. And so he goes through, you know, a variety of, the, a variety of them uh, in the whole book. Uh, and so while it might seem to us as you just read the text, oh, this is a different topic now, I don't get it. Uh, this is just his way of, okay, this issue, next issue. And, and sometimes they are related and sometimes they're just not related. It's just a, a different issue he's addressing. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I love this perspective that the world is not how we perceive it to be. Mm -hmm. And in verse nine, and about nine through 11, it's as if uh, wealth is the reality that uh, 
maybe people at that time mm -hmm. uh, saw. And so if you're wealthier, you're better if you're not. And he's kind of rejecting that perspective mm -hmm. and overlaying a biblical perspective. Yeah. yeah. What are some what are some um, views that today's people have? Wealth is definitely one of that one, mm -hmm. one way to see, you know, you are better if you have more money, you are not so better if you have more money. What are, what are other glasses that we put on that the Bible often challenges in today's modern society? Oh. Can I, I, before before they okay. chime in with their yes. examples, I, yes. sorry. <laughs> in you want to go nine, to a previous verse, yes. Uh -huh, verse <laughs> no, nine. verse 9, um, same verses that we're talking about. It says, yep. let the lowly brother glory, glory in his ex exaltation, but the rich in his humiliation. Mm -hmm. it's, it's this, um, kind of this this kind of the opposites right so just sometimes even poor people can glory in their poverty right like like there's a pride of you know being poor or there's a pride of 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 like you know well i'm not there's something about pointing at the rich people and like mm -hmm. look at them billionaires that don't pay taxes sorry or like look at you know this um this kind of and it kind of becomes a pride and it says no like let the let the lowly glory in his exaltation there's there's a good thing about being lifted up from you know what position that you were in that was lowly right mm. and you can glory in that mm -hmm. and it says but let the rich in his humiliation. Mm -hmm. And that's probably um, a little easier for us to see that, you know, if you're rich, it's good for you to be humble, mm -hmm. you know, and rather you humble yourself than be humbled. Um, but glory in your humiliation. And so I just wanted mm -hmm. to point that out, that it goes on both sides, mm -hmm. you know. Um, Very interesting that the social classes will be addressed a little bit later on and mm -hmm. the riches. Yeah. But uh, he's questioning these, 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 these presuppositions mm -hmm. right away. Jonathan, mm -hmm. what, are, what are some no. of these systems that he's attracting? Well, you, you were asking for examples yep. today. Yep. I, I think definitely rich and poor, we will always have till yeah, the end of time. Yep. <laughs> uh, but. I was thinking, of course, social media, uh, the last 10 years as, you know, Instagram and all these things have exploded. Uh, I, I noticed from early on, like, it, it always became a thing of, like, who has, like, Visit the, the, visited the more beautiful spots, you know, and who has more followers and whatever, all these things um, definitely becomes something where you perceive someone as, okay, like he's special because he has whatever, 20,000 followers and yeah. he has been to all these places and he's constantly traveling and how does this work? And, uh, and so, so there is a certain, uh, uh, you know, way of looking at people you know, in that it's a class. They might be in the same social class as you, yeah. uh, but uh, because of their social media profile, you esteem them as more, you know, amazing or yeah, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, I think that's totally a reality today. Mm -hmm. uh, there's definitely yeah. the numbers, right? So Jonathan has got 20,000 followers and Siku's got two. So I'm going to be friends with Jonathan and not with Siku. <laughs> it's all right. Not reality. That's not uh, but also maybe beyond the numbers, mm -hmm. uh, we are living in an aesthetic age, yeah. right? Yeah. So everything is curated. Everything is perfect you know you uh, me and my wife are on some island in Greece and it's just just another another day in our lives right. the wind just happens <laughs> to be blowing through <laughs> like no a filter, but yeah, really. exactly <laughs> and the more perfect and the more beautiful yeah. it is and everything you know c custom made and curated and then you whatever whatever and using the best product whatever mm -hmm. that is uh, in itself w how would James speak to mm -hmm. that kind of aesthetic uh, hierarchy uh, mm -hmm. out there mm -hmm. and um, I'll not say yeah, for sure. I, I say relationships um, mm -hmm. 
whether you have to stage dating or not dating, married or not married, no kids or no kids, and mm. like th that's another you know thing that we for sure compare, uh, especially in the twenties and thirties, that there is a hierarchy in that. Oh, you're single, you're not single, you're da 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 blended, uh, uh, right. divorced, or, you know, all the uh, hyper permutations of every 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 status out there for sure. Mm -hmm. Any others that you can think of? Education, that, that education, yeah, it's mm. a big one. Mm -hmm. Preach, degree, deg <laughs> degreed or not degree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and you know it. it uh, I, I'll I'll confess that personally, like there was a time in my life where I did view people mm. who didn't have a bachelor's degree in a different kind of way, mm -hmm. and it took a lot for me to realize that I even had that prejudice to be like, yeah. wow, like I view people differently based on whether or not they went to college. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but. Seeing that in myself, I'm like, I know it's out there because wow. it was in me. Wow. Mm. Uh, whatever prejudices you have out there, please stay with us. Whether you have an associate's, a bachelor's, a master's, or a PhD, or no degree at all, stay with us after the break. And we're going to continue talking about James chapter 1. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Welcome back. We've been talking about the poor and the rich and the educated and the uneducated and the entire spectrum of things. And the book of James is talking to all of us. That's what <laughs> everybody. The, the, everybody. Now let's kind of continue on to verse 12. And this mm -hmm. is a also another universal experience on temptation. Yeah. And we are living in a mental health pandemic. Mm -hmm. And how many of you out there, just like in my, my intro, you have these thoughts. And sometimes we're cognizant of our thoughts. And some of these thoughts are negative. And how do we stop? And these are, these are, these are all internal temptations. There's also very external temptations, and we live in this spiritualized world. And there's nothing like this chapter, uh, this passage, that really looks at the anatomy of, of temptation. Yeah. So let's look at it a little, a little bit more in depth here. This is verse 12, blessed is the man who endures uh, temptation. That kind of um, uh, is a flashback, not flashback, connects back to uh, verse 2. Yeah, um, count it all joy when you fall into all trials. Mm -hmm. uh, see what you mentioned before in trials and temptations. And then he says, for when he has been improved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. So the question is what, let me just go general. What is temptation? Is it a sin? Is it uh, is it? Always Satan? Is it also with me? Am I tempted without Satan? Let's talk about the anatomy of temptation a little bit. Jonathan, you look yeah. like you have a, a professorial <laughs> glance at me that you want to see. Definitely, say. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, temptation is uh, anything that is trying to uh, take you away from the standard that God provides. Mm. Uh, we're talking about you know, temptations, uh, moral temptations. Mm -hmm. um, and so, uh, we are presented in the Word of God, in our relationship with Jesus, with a standard, mm -hmm. the standard of righteousness. And so anything that um, appeals to us to walk away from that is a temptation. Mm -hmm. um, however, whatever that is, that thing, uh, has to find, you know, there has to be something in us that resonates with it, mm -hmm. that wants that, that desires that. And so uh, the temptation itself can be there, um, but it has to connect with this is where our sinful human nature comes in mm. um, with that desire that, you know, I want that mm -hmm. instead of what God says. So that's, mm -hmm. that's kind of how that works. Mm -hmm. Kelly? Yeah, I think the overarching goal of temptation is, is harm. Mm. So either here and now, preferably 
forever and ever to separate you from God. Um, but what makes temptation successful is it doesn't look like the goal is harm. Yeah. Mm. So it is, but it's uh, a masterful or a well-orchestrated whatever. Temptation is one that doesn't look like that. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's always what it is. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So um, we talked about trials. Uh, we talked about trials, well, suffering, mm -hmm. and that, that, that God sometimes allows these sufferings to happen for us to get through it. Yeah. Is it that God causes trials but doesn't cause temptation because it says here God doesn't doesn't cannot be tempted God mm -hmm. cannot be tempted by evil nor does he himself tempt anyone is yeah. there a difference between the two or are there conditions or I'm confused help me out this is, this is a mental I'm, I'm in a I'm in a um, in anguish um, yeah. I don't know. help me out Siku <laughs> oh. and then Kelly oh Kelly okay, what I'll, Siku go ahead I mean what Kelly. I'll say to that is, is that <laughs> just <laughs> help him <laughs> what I'll say to that is um, in, when you when you have a trial you're yeah. you're not necessarily um, a trial is not necessarily a temptation like tra temptations okay. may come with the trials okay mm -hmm. um, but a trial it it tests um, it tests something in your character it okay. tests your resilience it tests your faith it's more a test whereas a temptation it, it draws you it's a wooing it's something that's drawing you towards something that and why would we call a temptation something that you're not supposed to mm -hmm. do or in, indulge in or engage in mm -hmm. and the temptation it may not be that the action is always wrong, mm -hmm. but it could be that it is wrong for you right now, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's wrong in this situation. So it's just something right. that's it's inappropriate for you at this moment. Mm -hmm. And so a temptation has, has a drawing, like a, a, a like kind of a, you know, attracting you, a wooing you to mm -hmm. something, you know, that is wrong. Whereas a trial has, it's, it is testing who you are mm -hmm. in that instance in that situation that you're in. And we mentioned just to, to reference episode one, you want to go back to last week's episode, uh, is that the, the, there's, a, there's a result. Mm -hmm. And I think the yeah. results of both trajectories are, are one's positive and one's negative. Mm -hmm. Rather than oh. just a test for it itself, there is a result there. Mm -hmm. Okay, Kelly mm -hmm. and then John. I think a clear example of this is the Garden of Eden. Okay. And God was testing Adam and Eve to see if they would obey him. And he said, do not eat of this tree, any other tree, good to go, not that one. That's it. Have a good day. Of all the trees of in the garden. Of all the trees. That's right. You can I mean, have any of them. You've been to right? Canada, there's a lot of trees <laughs> out there. Okay. And that's just one part. <laughs> and so God was testing them. And it's, it's like what he said to the children of Israel, like to see what was in your heart, mm -hmm. to see what's there, to see what you're going to do. But then it was the devil who came and said, hey, actually, don't listen to God. Mm -hmm. You should actually do this. That was a temptation. Mm -hmm. God said, do this. I'm going to see if you do it. Mm -hmm. And then the devil comes and tempts them to deviate mm -hmm. from what God. So there is a connection, right? I think it's really good that um, Hasika brought up like in trials, there are temptations. There's a temptation to doubt God. There's a temptation to solve it in your own way. There's, a t you know, like Abraham was tempted to fulfill God's promise in his own way. So that's a temptation. Mm -hmm. But the test for Abraham was to wait. Mm -hmm. The test for Adam and Eve was to trust God and to and to not do something that He asked mm. them not to do. So they may be on the same same. It may be the same coin, but two different sides. Yeah. Not always the case, but in many yeah, cases they are. Yeah, but that case because I think it, I think that's, that's awesome. where it gets confusing is yeah. when they get really close. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. But it's yeah. So God is saying like I what I want to, for you is the best. I want you to know what's in your heart. I know what's in your heart because I'm God, mm. but I want you to know what's in your heart mm. and I want you to find me as the resting place for your heart. Mm. Mm. But as I'm testing you, the devil's going to take that as an opportunity to be like, to how about we go a different direction? Mm. I'm going to tempt you to go a different a different way in this. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that same experience, and they're so close, that's where a lot of confusion is So because a lot of people think it's it's God that's causing Yeah, God brought Satan to temptation. do this to me. It's very clear that that's not the case. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan. Uh, I was 
basically going to say the same thing. Uh, I think that the, the, the devil is trying to always hijack when God does something in our lives. Yes. Mm -hmm. So he comes in and he will mess thing, things around when yes. God is... His Good point. His purpose yeah. is always it, uh, for our benefit too. It, it, God's purpose for us oh, sorry, is always to, to help us <laughs> and to, to <laughs> as you said, to show us our heart, but also to lead us to you know, surrender mm -hmm. and to mm -hmm. a, a deepening experience with him. And that's when the devil comes in and means harm yeah. uh, and tries to mix things up so that we just want to throw the whole, you know, the, what do you call it? The, the, baby, the baby out of the bathwater, right? <laughs> right? Like throw it out because, oh, I don't want any of this anymore. And it's all so hard. Mm -hmm. uh, when, but when James tells us in verse two, you know, count it all joy, when the, the thing that God is sending you is really good for you, embrace mm -hmm. it. And then, you know, we might mix it up. So it's important that we discern that and that we are also aware of this great controversy that's raging, that the devil mm -hmm. is constantly on our mm -hmm. case, but with God's help and by his grace, we can, you know, endure the trial and resist the temptation. Mm -hmm. and, and amen to that. And we were just say that the baby with the bathwater wants to say congratulations, Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. You are a He's new a father of a new baby yeah. and, uh, <laughs> with, you, with, your with, your, with your current wife. <laughs> I was going to say new wife. My only wife. <laughs> didn't work out. My alliteration didn't work out there. Uh, but we want to say uh, throwing the baby out the bathwater is not good, good, good baby. I'm advice. not planning to do that. Going to a babies uh, here uh, in verse 15, and I love this okay. anatomy of, of temptation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, so Siku and John Jonathan were put on this episode with their experience with, with babies. I don't know if that makes sense in any way. But in verse 15, when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, mm. brings forth death. Mm -hmm. There's clear stages there. Mm -hmm. And what are what are some juice that we can we can mine out of there, Kelly? Mm. I think if I, if I can go back to verse fourteen. Okay, you want to go back to verse fourteen? Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where it starts. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so first, <laughs> nobody's listening to you. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I appreciate your directions. There's, I'm going to destroy them. Grabbing the bus, we're just following. <laughs> so yeah. actually, back in verse thirteen. Verse thirteen. It talks about how like God is not the origin yep. of so like it doesn't come from God. So where does it come from? Each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Mm. Yes. And like. That's where it kind of goes back to you're being tricked. You yep. don't know it's for yep. harm. But then verse 15, then when desire has conceived, so then when you give into that desire, it gives birth to sin. And mm -hmm. sin left unchecked, fully like just fed, essentially, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Mm -hmm. And that's, I love verse 16, do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Because mm -hmm. that's that's the problem with all of this is you're only, you can only give in to temptation if you're deceived. Mm. Willingly, unwillingly, whatever. But that's the only way because it makes no logical sense. Mm -hmm. Like God is God and like Adam and Eve, why did you disbelieve him for like, has he ever given you any evidence? Mm -hmm. Any logic? It makes no sense. Mm -hmm. So the only way you can ever give into sin is through deception. Mm -hmm. yeah. There seems to be a time period before the actual sin yeah. that there is mental, spiritual struggle. Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, that this temptation is, is internal in you. Mm -hmm. And, and I, I think just to under, underscore that just because this temptation is in you, that's the temptation itself is not sin. No. Mm -hmm. Correct. Right? Mm -hmm. I think there's, mm -hmm. uh, Absolutely. at least in my experience, they were like, man, I, I was tempted. I am so evil just that I was <laughs> yeah. tempted in itself mm. yeah. but we do live in this fallen yeah. world and that's mm -hmm. reality mm -hmm. but you know maybe taking the analogy is too strong but there's the nine months of an incubation time mm -hmm. and I don't know if I can even use this but spiritually we need to end that conception spiritually speaking mm -hmm of that temptation right away. Yeah, yeah. Don't give into it. Spiritually speaking, spiritually <laughs> speaking, <laughs> yeah. before yeah. the actual, right. the fruit of it comes to 
life, which is death. Yeah. Anyway, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm mm -hmm. giving stuff. Mm -hmm. the, yes. the sickening part really is uh, is that sometimes you're saying it's, it's deception that leads us to sin, mm -hmm. and that's true <clears throat> because deception, you know, makes it look like this is such a great thing. You know, it, it's quite sickening though that it's possible to, while you're being deceived, to mm -hmm. kind of do this very consciously and be like, I know yeah. this is wrong. Mm. That's true. Uh, but it's the temptation is so strong and mm. I, I just want it. Mm. I just yeah. want it. And then you mm. do it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and this is where I think God, God understands that. Mm -hmm. So um, while it is wrong, absolutely wrong to do this, I think God uh, has compassion on us. This is, I, I know how, how wicked your heart is. I know how, how, how it is impossible for you, for you to resist this without my help. Yeah. And that's where he offers grace and he offers mm -hmm. his gifts and he offers his you know, empowering spirit to be able to resist. Mm -hmm. But um, this is something where we have to, I think, acknowledge the reality of our sinful hearts, mm -hmm. our hearts that are, are you know, deceived and wicked and easily tempted. Mm -hmm. And while that is not sin in and of itself, um, when we are... When we give in, it turns into, of course, mm. and then everything mm -hmm. that James talks about. Resistance yeah. is not uh, futile. Resistance is not futile. Right. We must resist. Yeah, we must resist. We must resist. We must resist. But God, in the strength that God provides. But God gives us yeah. that, that strength yeah. of resistance. Yes. Even, even when we love sin, even when we want that sin, God says, I, I can give you strength to resist. I, I've noticed that in, 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 in my experience is that even in that moment, mm -hmm. you tell God, yeah, mm -hmm. I love this sin. Yeah, I yeah, I, I love it. <laughs> I really, really, really do. Yeah, yeah. And then just having even that level of vulnerability and confession mm -hmm. is the opening point. Yes. But, but don't stop there. I, 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 yeah. I need help. Yeah. And, and 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 but so Satan wants to get gets us to a point where we don't even want to say that. Right. right. Hide in a little bush and we do our thing and God can't see me and then whatever. <laughs> and we like, like, you, know, you, you know drink or eat chocolate, whatever you got to do. Anyway, whatever. Insert your own sin in there. Yeah. Chocolate's not sin. No, I just. <laughs> I was just saying, like, um, just to the point that you were talking about feeling like, oh man, just because I felt tempted and you kind of feel bad, mm -hmm. um, that the fact, the fact that you have a recognition of this is a temptation, temptation requires you to know that there's something that you ought to do that is not that, mm -hmm. right? And so that's actually a blessing, you know, that's God working in our lives to teach us stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and sometimes we can feel like, oh man, like I'm being tempted. And it's almost like the more that you know of who God is and the closer you come to him, the more you'll be tempted because the more that you know of what you ought not to do, mm. you know, and the devil can like tempt you more. But God is the giver of all good things. And as James says, he is the father of lights and gives us good gifts from above. And so mm. that is our prayer. Hopefully that's yours. We want to ask that, uh, that you join us next week as we continue our study in the book of James. God bless you. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. 
find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.